Welcome to the Apostolic Encounter with the General Overseer of Top Ministries International, Reverend Osei Kovner. Sit back to enjoy the message. Kindly share this message to bless others. We thank God for another opportunity to be at His feet. And I want to remind you that you need to take good care of yourself during these seasons. Today, I want to be discussing what we call contrary wind. Contrary wind. And let's get to Jonah chapter number one. Jonah chapter one. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah rose up and flee unto Tarsus from the presence of the Lord, and went down to Joppa. And he found a ship going to Tarsus, so he paid the fare thereof, and went down into it to go with them unto Tarsus from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord sent out a great wind, a great wind into the sea. I want you to underline that. God sent out a great wind into the sea, and there was a mighty tempest in the sea, so that a sheep was like to be broken. Then the Mariners were afraid and cried every man unto his God and cast forth the words that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it of them. But Jonah was gone down into the side of the ship and lay, and he lay and was fast asleep. So the shipmaster came to him and said unto what meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call upon thy God. If so be that the God will, will think upon us that we perish not. And, and they said unto one, and one to his fellow, Come and let us cast lots, that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon, upon us. So they cast lots, and the law fell upon Jonah. Then said they unto him, Tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us? What is thy occupation? And whence comest thou? What is thy country? And of what people art thou? <laughs> and he said unto them, I am a Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which have made the sea and the dry land. Mm -hmm. Then, then were the men exceedingly afraid and said unto him, Why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. Hallelujah. <laughs> Jonah is an interesting fellow. A prophet of God. God sent him to Nineveh, but he decided not to go because he hated the Ninevites. He wanted them to be judged. But he said, God is merciful. If he goes there and preach, they might repent and God will forgive them. So he turned his way 
back on God and was running from the presence of the Lord. And the Bible is telling us something very interesting. When he paid for his fare and he bought that boat, God did something. The Lord just sent, simply sent a wind, contrary wind, to blow against the sheep. And what would Jonah do if the wind will blow and crash the whole ship? How can Jonah run away? Hallelujah. When you read the whole account, finally he was cast into the sea and a, a, big, a big fish swallowed Jonah and by the time he was aware, in three days' time, he found himself at the shores of Nineveh and he started preaching and the people repented. What am I saying? I'm talking about contrary wind. When you read Jonah's account, it, it's just simply the Lord sent the wind against them. There are some of them, there are natural events that take place. Some wind will blow and they are natural. It might not necessarily be God sending them or the devil sending them, but they are natural events that take place. But there are some of them, God had a hand in it. Hallelujah. Now, let's get to mighty chapter number 14 and let's read the story. Let's start from the verse number 22. After Jesus had worked miracle and fed the people. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples from verse number 22. Constrained his disciples to get into a ship. To do, to go before him into the other side. While he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away. He went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the sheep was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. I want you to underline that one. The wind was contrary. Jesus have commanded his disciples to go to the other side. Take this boat. Go to the other side. I'll be with you later. And then he climbed the mountain and then he went to prayer. So he was praying and by evening time he saw the boat in the midst of the sea. <laughs> Why? The wind was contrary. Hallelujah. This contrary wind is not normal. It's not natural. But it was the enemy operating against them. So Jesus, after prayer, decided to do one of the unusual things. Mm. The Bible is telling us, let's get to the verse number 25. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. Listen, he came from prayer, he perceived that the disciples were suffering in the midst of the sea. And he decided, look, let me get it. So this time, he decided to walk on the, hey, walk on the sea, yeah. He walked on the sea, and he came to them. Hallelujah. They were worried, and they were afraid. 26. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a spirit. And they cried out for, for fear. 
Mm-hmm. 27. But straightway Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. You see, he has seen a contrary wind coming against them to destroy them in the midst of the sea. So he walked from prayer and straightway he walked straight on the sea and he came to the disciples to save them. What am I saying? If the Lord gives you a command to do anything for him and you are faithful in doing what he wants you to do, he will be there at the hour of your need. At that, at that hour, there were contrary spirit that were blowing. But listen, he walked on the sea and he came to them. And he did something very interesting. <laughs> he said, he said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Your help is come. And now he got to them and the sea became calm and normal. What am I saying? When we talk about contrary wind, it means there are things that can happen in your life. You did not plan it that way. You may meet a young man who are married and they want to have a good time of a wife living together. But there are things that may happen and can happen and some of them are not of the of law. They come against them and they move into difficulty and challenges. But once you see this, what do you do? If the Lord is in your boat, contrary wind cannot overtake you and destroy you. If the Lord is with you, he is the one who will show up at the hour of your need. In fact, it is written, call upon me in the day of trouble and I will deliver you and thou shalt glorify me. The Lord will set you free and help you. He the one who has said, listen, please, I want you to take the note of this. He has said in Hebrews chapter number, let's take Hebrews. Hebrews chapter number 13. And then let's read from verse number 5. I love this scripture. I love it. Let, us, let your conversation be without covetousness. And be content with such things as ye have. For I have said. For, I have, for he have said. For he, the Lord have said. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. The Lord has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. Now the question is, any storm that come against you, the question is, what have he said? Hallelujah. If the Lord has said he will help you, then he will help you. If the Lord has said he will deliver you, then he will deliver you. If the Lord has promised to Set you free. You will be free indeed. Hallelujah. What has he said? Because heaven and earth will pass away, but not one word of the things he has said will ever change. When contrary wind is blowing, you need to lean on what he has said. <laughs> Find out what he has said. 
and have hold your peace. Because whatever he has said will come to pass. For the scripture said, God is not man that he should lie. God cannot lie. Not the son of man that he should repent. Whatever he has said, he will make it good. Make sure you know what he has said. He has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. When you read Matthew 28. The last verse said, Lo, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Now hear that. The Lord said he will be with you wherever you go. Rain or shine, he will be there. Some or contrary wind blowing against you. You may be in the midst of a storm, but the Lord will be there with you. He said, I will be with you. And there is one of the wonderful scriptures I like so much. When I read, I start questioning and I start thinking. Hallelujah. There were some young men who made a choice decision to stand for God. These Hebrew boys said they would never bow to any adult. They will only worship Jehovah God. And because of that, they were brought before the king. And the king said, will you now at my present bow so that you will not be killed? As for king, hear this. Concern this, ma this matter. We will not bow to your idols. We prefer even to die than to bow to your idols in his presence. And Nebuchadnezzar was so angry. He wanted to crush them. So I said, hit the his fire seven times. Make it hotter. Seven times. But these verses, we will not bow down to idols. What does that mean? It means I have values in my life. There are things I hold dear. And one of them is my faith. My faith is in God. My faith is in God. I cannot place my faith into any idol. Not at any cost. I am holding on. I will not give up. I hold on the name of the Lord. I will not bow to your idols. So you say you can kill me. But I will not give up my faith. Brother, sister, hear me. If you burn and you bow to idols, you will burn. But if you hold on to what you believe, it is your faith that will link you to God. It is your faith you have in God that will bring us help and assistance. It is your defense of Christ and his gospel that will bring the manifestations of God's power and presence. Hold on to your faith. Hold on to your belief. You just don't have to compromise on anything. Look at it. Look at it. Did I? Let's get to Daniel chapter number 3 and let's start from verse number 16. Daniel chapter 3. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be, if it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fairy furnace and and he will deliver us out of thy hand. 
okay. But if not, be it known unto thee, okay, that we will not serve the, thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was the book of Nether full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrachmeshach Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heed the finance one seven times more than it was to be, to be heated. Mm -hmm. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrachmeshach Abednego and cast them into the burning fairy finance. Then these men were bound. They were bound in their coats, their horses, and their hats, that, that other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fairies' funnel. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, and the fairies exceedingly hot, the flame of the Fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Those who bowed to the king and, wor and worship idols bent. But these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down in the midst of the burning fairy finance. Now listen. When they took the stand for God and the Lord Jesus saw it at the right hand of the Father, he saw people who stood for values. People who believed in him. And by the speed, he moved from heaven. By the time they cast these men in there, he was already in the fire. He had changed and conditioned the fire and the temperatures to be a, a normal warming cool temperatures for them. And all, they just got the, 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 the rope they used to bat, tie them got bent. But their clothes were okay. They came out there and they started walking and praising God. And the fourth man appeared in the midst of a fire. What do I mean? The fourth man will show up when you take a stand for him and you hold the values of a king of kings. He will show up. Who is this fourth man? He is the son of God who will appear in the hour of your need. Throughout the scripture, everywhere you will find the fourth man. And it's interesting. When you read about this story, how would that happen? It happened because these men simply have taken a stand for him. So the Lord saw it, was excited. He came to deliver them. And from that time they have a testimony. Mm, a testimony. Look at the 24. Then Nebuchadnezzar king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselor, did not we cast Three men bound in the midst of a the fire. They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see 
Four men loose, walking in the midst of a fire. And they have no head. And the form of a fourth is like the son of God. <laughs> the, son of, the son of a fourth is like what? The son of God. He saw that glittering glory of God, of the son of God. He appeared in the midst of fire to cool the temperatures, to st stabilize everything for those things of his who stood for him and to bear testimony before the book of Nether. Now, it's interesting. How could these people do that? They only believe in God. Your simple faith will link you to God and help and assistance will come your way. Just trust him with your heart. Just have values. And do not bet. You see, we is the compromise. We is the giver because of the gains we want to make. Listen, if you are that brother, that sister who is the giver and you is the compromise, it's going to happen. <laughs> those who compromise, easily, they easily get bent. But those who believe, God save. Hallelujah. And now, let's get to 26 and let's see what the king is saying. Then Nebuchadnezzar came nigh to, to the mouth of the burning fiery finance and spoke and said, Shall that measure Abednego, ye servants of the Most High, come forth and come hither. Then shall Meshach and Abednego came forth in the midst of a fire. Listen. <laughs> he did not call the fourth man. These were the three men he cast into the fire. He called them and they came out. And the fourth man had finished his assignment. He went to back to his seat. Who is this fourth man? He is Jesus, the risen Lord. Our hope and our savior. Who are promised to be with us. In the heat, in the midst of a fire. Though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He said, thou shalt fear no evil. For my rod and my staff, they come for you. He will be with you in the midst of your fire. He is the one who has promised to be with you. When you see contrary wind blowing in your, listen, contrary wind blowing in your home, in your house, in your marriage, in your situation, hear this. There is somebody walking to you. He is Jesus of Nazareth. He will walk on the sea to come to you. Listen, if you be in the storm, he will deliver you. If you be in the fire, he will be there. If you, wherever it is, the Savior, the Messiah, will show up because faithful is he that promised who will also perform. He said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. He had promised to be with us. He will not give up. He will not quit. When we, when we go into difficulty and challenges, but hear this, the Lord is faithful. He had promised and will keep his word toward the saints. Hallelujah. Now, can the Lord deliver like that? Yes. He is your mighty deliverer. Can he save? Yes. If only you trust him with your heart, he will save you also. He will save you from sin. He will save you from addiction. He will so save you from all that come against you because he is a mighty healer, the mighty deliverer, the mighty helper. He will not abandon you in the midst of the sea. Neither will he forsake you. But he will work it out in your way. 
So hear me somebody. When you read these stories, you will see one person, the fourth man. Hallelujah. Who is there to help you? Amen. Let me give you another scripture. Let us to Acts chapter number 27. And let's see. So, when he was being sent to Rome, Saul had appealed to Caesar, and they were taking him to Rome. And then, he perceived that there would be danger ahead. But he shared it, and nobody will hear. Let's go ahead. And, and said unto them, Sir, I perceive that this voyage will be with a head. <laughs> and much damage, not only to the landing and ship, but also of our lives. Paul had got a revelation about the things ahead, and he shared with the shipmaster, the centurion, and all the people, and they will not believe. Never did the centurion believe the master of the owner of a ship more than those things which were spoken of Paul. You got your revelation, keep it. But I trust this man. So they were in this boat. They moved on and now along the line they had challenges. Contrary wind started blowing. Mm. Hallelujah. And because he had and because the heaven was not commodious to winter in the more part at, at, advice to depart thence also if by any means they might attain to the finish and there to winter which is at haven of Crete and lie toward the southwest and northwest you see the truth is that the boat they were using were not good for winter and Paul perceived that they would have challenges. So he said they should not move at that time. And he shared with them. But nobody believed him because he was a preacher. He was, he was not seen as a sheep master. So they rejected what he was saying. But then, when you read on, you find out that. Finally, the people came to themselves. And now, <laughs> Saul, or Paul, now started sharing with them and encouraging them because God told him they would not die. Because everything indicated that mm -mm, the journey was dangerous and they were going to die. But so they would not die. The Lord stood by me last night. The Lord stood by me last night. Now the question is who is with you? The Lord has promised I will never leave thee nor forsake you. You may go through storms, you may go through challenges, but who is with you? Who is in your boat? Who is with you? Who is around? Who is coming near to you? Mm. But when Paul shared all these things and they were not, but later on, he now admonished them. Let's get to the verse number 21. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sir, you should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete and to have gained the, this harm and loss. Mm. 
And now, I exhort you to be of good cheer. For there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but the sheep. Uh-huh. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. Come on. Rabo Jekaba. So all are saying things and it was just simply beyond them. There stood by, this night by me the angel of God whose I am and whom I serve. When contrary, wind is blowing. When challenges come against you, the issue is who is with you? Whom do you serve? Whom do you belong? You see, when they... <laughs> When you read about Jonah, the God himself, who are you? What is your job? What do you do? And they inquired, and they found out this man was simply running away from God. And Jonah said, you throw me out, and everything will be okay. They threw him out, and everything was okay. But listen, the truth is this. If the Lord be with you, he will be with you as your helper, your guide, your sister. He will assist you in the, in the midst of your challenges. When you go through fire, he will give you a normal temperature. You will not be burned. Why? He is a fourth man who show up in the midst of the furnace. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to deliver them. He is the same God. He has not changed. He is your helper. I don't know what you're going through right now. But listen, you may be going through some finance. You may be going through some trouble. There may be contrary wind. You are seeking for a job. You try all, every means. And it seems like things are not working. You need the Lord to help you. He will make a way where there is no way. He will be your helper. He will open doors and give you some favors. He will send somebody in your way to assist you and help you. Don't give up yet. There's assistance coming. Oh, there are people who are in trouble and they, they don't know where to turn to. Now, if you have that challenge, the Bible said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You don't know where to turn to, call upon the name of the Lord. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans chapter 10 and then verse 13. Whosoever. And it God means what he says. If you only can believe and turn to him, he will help you. I want to be praying with you now. Hear me. Contrary wind that is blowing against you. If only you can call on him. You will be saved. You won't be saved. Con any contrary wind that is blowing against you. It is me. It is time to stand on your feet and call upon the name of the Lord. The mighty savior. The mighty deliverer. The one who loves you so much who wants to die for you. He actually he died at the cross for us. If you call upon his name, you will be saved. Shall we now pray? I don't know what your challenge is. I don't know the storm blowing against you. I don't know what your the finances and all the diseases and the problem you're going through. But there's somebody who is your savior, he's your healer, his name is Jesus. If you call upon him this hour, he will manifest himself. Now shall we pray? Pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Be merciful for me and save me. Lord, I open my heart to you. Come into my heart.
be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. And now, Lord, deliver me from all these troubles in this marriage situation, in this business. Lord, deliver me from this death bedding. Set me free, Lord, that I may lead to serve you. I bless your name, Lord. I honor you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Now listen. The Lord is faithful. Hold on and take a stand for him always. And he'll be there for you 24-7. He will never leave thee nor forsake thee. He had promised and he cannot lie. He is your savior and your helper. May God richly bless you. Amen. Thank you. See you next time. Amen. Thank you for having time with the General Overseer. You can follow Reverend Russell Kobana on social media for prayers and counseling. Please call plus 233-244-614965. Thank you and God bless you. Every eye will see